And welcome to Huddle and Knuckleheads Turbo Edition. Uh, we are here with the Injury Fallout, hosted by yours truly, Stokes, with me as always as my co-host Landsdork. Hello. And pretty light week as far as injuries. I mean, if you want to take deep dives into some defensive guys and some offensive linemen who have gotten hurt, well, you go find yourself another show, because we are talking about fantasy impact. Um... The big ones last week still resonate through. Uh, those hamstring injuries, if you followed our show last week, all of those guys with hamstrings should be monitored because those could be one, two, four, eight, who knows how many weeks. So keep your eyes on them. Uh, and utilize that IR spot if you got one. I know I wish I had three right now. <laughs> um, the first big one of the day would be David Montgomery. He had a monster game. He was on Putting his together dude, a great season. He really, yeah. again, uh, kind of going into the season, maybe not as doubted as he was last year, but still on a lot of people's kind of mid-range to low running back too. And he, yeah, he is every week uh, put it back or put some quality starts. Maybe not the week against the Browns because they were awesome. Um, looks like hyperextended knee, but a word comes out, no structural damage. But anytime you get an injury like that with a running back, you're probably looking at a couple weeks of just rest. Yeah, because the risk of a, once you hyperextend something to re-hyperextend it becomes so much greater. You need a week or two for the stuff to tighten up or, again. Yeah, and MCL sprains are also, they're, they are not the worst injuries to have. But as Landsdork has said, the re-aggravation in that area. Uh, so the people that are probably going to be paying, uh, getting some dividends, Damian Williams, though he also is dealing with a quad injury, so he even could be questionable, which drops to Khalil Herbert. Uh, Khalil Herbert is would be their starting running back after those two. Oh, so stay away. Stay yeah, away that's that going to be a rough probably. one. Um, and really, again, the the damage when you lose that running back uh, to you know the receivers, your Allen Robinsons and Darnell Mooney's, they're just going to see a bit more pressure. And with the quarterback play in Chicago, that ain't great. Yeah, I agree. Staying out of Chi-Town, eh? I just stay away from all that. Allen Robinson, Daryl Mooney, I don't care, any of them. Um, our next guy, again, I don't think he himself is the reason people are interested in him, but Jimmy G... Jimmy Garoppolo exits at halftime, doesn't come back out, and at first they were like, he wasn't playing that great. Is it time for Trey Lance? And afterwards it came out that he had a calf injury, and actually word out today is like, they really were not looking to put Trey Lance in this early. They were really hoping on and Now, could that all just be smoke and mirrors? Kyle Shanahan loves that shit. Yeah, exactly. But... They were kind of talking about him being still a few weeks, if not... I mean, they were talking about it in a way of Garoppolo starting the rest of the year. We don't think that was going to happen. But with his calf injury, if a few weeks could turn into the rest of the season, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, if, if Trey Lance goes in there and he starts winning, you can't really take him back out. Well, uh, in a half of football, he put up about a 20-point performance. Yeah. So pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, although... The 76-yarder or whatever to Debo was about as wide open. I don't know. Once again, it was one of those plays about as wide open as you can get in an NFL game. Debo's always the one that seems to benefit from that. Yeah. Um, so, Ayuk, I think, I quite honestly, even with Debo, you maybe for a week 
I mean, I, I think maybe Debo right now has proven himself to be an every week starter. If he's oh, not yeah, working his I way into your so. flex, I can't imagine. I think, um, I think so. But the running backs might be one that later on they really see the benefits of him moving out and them having to game plan for him. So hopefully some boxes open up for your Trey Sermons, your um, oh, who am I Mitchell. Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. So I want to say Ezekiel Mitchell. I knew that was wrong. All right. Couple guys who maybe don't hit uh, hit you that hard. Will Fuller, Landstork. Did you have money on the second game back? He'd be injured. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. It would would have been pretty close, probably. And a finger, broken finger. Jeez. Will Fuller is ninety eight percent glass, um, and he's week to week. But he's definitely out this week. I think they've even said like he's not going to play this week against the Bucks, which. Again, is this any team, any player on this team you play against the Bucks? Oh, Gusecki. Yeah, maybe because tight end sucks right now, and I have Logan Thomas, so yeah, maybe Gusecki. Be forced to. <laughs> yeah, um, but even losing him doesn't really change what they were as receivers. Jalen Waddle still is going to be getting targets with no efficiency, and Devontae Parker might get lucky, what but a, it's no what difference. What a shit show! Yeah, it's no different. Um, brings us to old Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, who is in the concussion protocol. Um, again, it's it's always tough to say because different people pass the test or don't pass right. the test differently. Right. Uh, and I do not know his history with concussions and things, but he could be back this week. Hopefully he's back this week because Drew Locke sucks ass. Whenever they were before the season saying, like, this is a really, really tight like quarterback battle, Drew Lock came in. You're like, really? <laughs> With him? Um. So, ouch, I ouch get, to Cortland, I, ouch to Patrick. Oh yeah, ouch to all of them. It's ter- it sucks if Teddy's going to be out. Uh, even with Teddy out, though, do you think Denver kind of got exposed as not being one of those elite teams, even though they're three and zero going into this week? I think it was a fun little story for the first three weeks. And I really do think Denver's defense is as good as almost any in the league. Sure, sure. But one of those big things is... they, With all the weapons they have, do they have the few of the things that really, really matter? Quarterback, Quarterback O-line... Yeah. You know things like that. So, and I think they are dealing with some injuries on their defensive uh, defensive line and and things like that too. But I don't know if anyone honestly thought that they were going to get out of this division. No, I I think I mean we haven't seen what happens tonight. I think the Raiders have a better chance from what I've seen on the uh, field yeah. this week. This and the year. Chargers. I mean, even yeah. though the Chargers' record mm-hmm. might be worse, I think most people would look at them and say, yeah, but I think the Chargers are a better team still. Yeah, I um, agree. So, yeah, again, hopefully he comes back because I know I bought into some shares of Patrick, and I just think Drew Locke doesn't even help. The, I mean, they might run a little bit more, but they're also going to be facing more of a you know stack yeah. box, so I don't think it's a yep. boost for them. Which takes us to a personal hurt for my co-host. Because not only does he have a, a share or two of Logan Thomas, right? Or just one. Oh, I've got him. I've got him in my 16-team league and in Catalina. So yeah. The two that Couple, really matter his to big, me. His big investment on tight end this year. Yeah. And it's a I mean, I didn't, I didn't spend a lot on him. No, right? no. But, you know, but, but, and he's been okay for, since he's been there. So it, it actually 
So I, I guess I have a IR spot that I can slide him in, uh, which is good. But I mean, it does. If if I didn't have that, it would be a perplexing conundrum whether to hold him because he's not hardly worth holding him. Although he has been consistent, he's been like a ten point a game tight yeah, end man. It's I don't hard. know if I could drop that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, it's I been honestly hard. in a league was thinking about picking up Dawson Knox, even though I have Kyle Pitts. Because Kyle Pitts has been so, you know, unreliable. So, man, I if I had Logan Thomas, especially if it looks like it's just going to be about a one, two, three week thing, I'm not I'm not letting go of someone like that. Especially if I have the Aria spot for it. Yeah. So they say week to week, which probably in this case means two plus. Because I don't know if you saw him come off the field, he was in pain and he was like not happy. So, mm. I mean, you hope it's again. You hope it's the better end of that, but yeah. they are tricky. So, you know who's going to really benefit? Ricky Seals-Jones. Remember him? Um, I can't believe he's still in the league. He's still in the league, backing up Logan. Titans so, do send, tend to stick around uh, in the league for a while. So if you know like, your business, you can you can be a yeah, blocker, come in yeah, and block. exactly. Um, but for Heineke, who, again, like he'll throw it, but any young quarterback really enjoys a safety valve of tight end. So... Do I want to play Ricky Seals-Jones? No. Um, does this scare me off a of Heineke? Maybe a little. Maybe a little bit. If I Because he had a good week, too. I think he was a top uh, 12 quarterback this week. So he might be someone I'm not looking to stream anymore, just losing one of those valuable weapons. But, dude, that's about it. This has been a... a not a huge week, specifically for my players, because they sucked ass. Ugh. For any uh, first-time or new listener, my charisma uh, ebbs and flows with the uh, play of my players. And right now, it is ebbing. Waning, it's bad. So, God. Yeah. Need a better week. All right, stay tuned for uh, winning on the waiver wire.